0: Susan Slusser of the San Francisco Chronicle reporting that rival teams believe the Giants have, quote, the edge with star right-handed pitcher, 25-year-old Yoshinobu Yamamoto. The winter meetings have kicked off. Logan Webb got followed on Instagram by Shohei Otani. So much to get to next. You are Locked On Giants, your daily San Francisco Giants podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hello and welcome to Locked on Giants, part of the Locked on Podcast Network where it's your team every day. My name is Ben Caspic, and on the show we provide daily episodes Monday through Friday talking about the San Francisco Giants in a way that's data-driven and rational but also simple. Passionate and accessible to all. I'm a former contributor for the baseball statistics and analysis websites Beyond the Box Score and Rotographs. I've been podcasting about the Giants since 2015, and I'm a lifelong fan. Thank you for making Locked on Giants your first listen every day. We're free and available wherever you get your podcasts, including YouTube, so check us out there if you have not already, and please hit that subscribe button wherever it is that you're following the show. Today's episode is brought to you by FanDuel. Make every moment more. Right now new customers get $150 in bonus bets with any winning $5 money line bet. That's 150 bucks if your team wins. Visit fanduelcom on to get started. And where we get started is the winter meetings have kicked off. This podcast is coming out late. I apologize. I was kind of just waiting to see if anything of significance happened. But at the end of the day, literally kind of, we do have reports that are juicy. And uh, it starts with Susan Slusser sending out first a tweet that said, I think this this was from Sunday night, that said, quote, I'm hearing an awful lot of buzz on the Giants and Yoshinobu Yamamoto. Some other teams in the hunt for him think the Giants might have an edge. And then later on, she wrote an article and she said nearly half of the league has called about Yamamoto, according to the uh, Kyoto News and executives from two teams who have had interest in him told the Chronicle on Sunday they believe the Giants have the edge and this is a huge deal because if they do i mean first of all susan slusser is as good of a local beat reporter as there is and uh to the fact that she's got two representatives from two teams who have had interest in yamamoto saying that they believe the giants have the edge is obviously significant and um my my take on this is that, uh, you know, we, we, we learned that Yamamoto had like Zoom meetings essentially last week with interested teams. And there are so many teams interested in this guy who, again, right-handed pitcher out of Japan, has won the equivalent of the Cy Young Award three consecutive years, has won the MVP Award three consecutive years, 25 years old. And likely to get the second largest contract this offseason behind only Shohei Ohtani. It's going to be a lot less, probably more than, uh, probably like half, roughly, of what Ohtani gets. But nonetheless, you're talking about a 25-year-old potential, like, impact, ace-level pitcher. And I, I can't stress enough how much the fact that he's only 25 is important because, you know you can talk about ace level pitchers but if you're signing them normally in free agency they're going to be age 30 age 31 or something like that and you do end up giving them you know like six seven eight years if they're really good whereas if you're 25 and teams consider you a potentially ace caliber pitcher and this guy throws mid 90s kind of he sits in the mid 90s and touches upper 90s with his fastball. He's got a huge, like Clayton Kershaw esque curveball. He's his splitter is his best pitch, even though those other two pitches are really good. And, uh, I mean, the thing is, the Giants, yeah, they need a star and all that. And this guy is a star, but I think. A position player or like a hitter a guy who plays every day is important for them and so like in some ways if their if their big move was was just Yamamoto in a way it would be unsatisfying I guess I mean it depends on what else they do like if they were to get Yamamoto and Bellinger or Yamamoto and Jung-Hoo Lee or something there's definitely uh ways to have a really good off season. I just think like when the rubber meets the road here, Yamamoto is going to just probably have a huge impact on whatever team he signs with. And it's not a thing where you worry about decline for a long, long time. And the, the comp by the way that has been thrown out there, I've heard, I've seen it from a couple different places is kind of peak Zach Greinke because He's not like a crazy strikeout guy, but he's got pinpoint command with all of his pitches, doesn't walk anybody. And he allowed like one. People present it in like rate. I think he allowed a home run on like one percent of balls in play against him or something. So he really suppressed the home run. He certainly suppresses walks. And he's so young. And for the Giants to have the edge. So, so the way, anyway, to what, to finish the point, I think we know there's been reporting that he basically met with teams via Zoom or whatever, like online last week. And that this week being the winter meetings, he's kind of laying low, maybe thinking about things and narrowing down the list. And that next week we're going to see. Uh, him meet with teams in person teams that move on to the next round. And so when Slusser says this direct quote that executives from two teams who have had interest in him believe the giants have the edge. So it's like a question of how, where is it? Why would, how would teams know that? Well, I'm guessing that these are teams that had those zoom meetings and, and we're told essentially that you're not onto the next round. And so then they probably feel a little bit more comfortable comfortable speaking freely about, you know, the, about who they think might have the edge. And I don't know why they would think specifically the Giants and tell that to Slusser. It is kind of a mystery as to where exactly that information comes from. But it's not surprising. Like they, like I said, like I said, there's Otani. There's a big gap, but I'm not. Otani's like the best player on the, in the universe. Okay. But Yamamoto is next in this free agent class. And it's not to say that, that, that he's a huge, I mean, he is a huge drop off potentially, but that's not saying much considering we're talking about Shohei Otani. And so if the Giants do in fact have the edge with this guy and do in fact end up signing, Yoshinobu Yamamoto, it's not the same as Shohei Otani, but it's basically the next best thing. And we also had a report, don't forget, from John Morosi about a week ago saying that the Giants are set. They have their whole heart and finances devoted. They have devoted their whole heart and finances to landing Yamamoto or Otani. And a lot of people responded to me with why or and why not both i don't think just because morosi phrased it as or that excludes the possibility of both and as i have discussed their their future obligations financially are so they are not committed to anyone long term except logan webb and it's like you know 20 million a year and so you could definitely add a, a they have the capability financially. Um, realistically to add both of these guys, it's just a, a matter of do they want to take your money? Do they want to play for you? And so I, anyway, this is the juiciest news we've had, uh, so far this offseason that the, that Slusser's hearing the Giants have the edge with Yamamoto. So coming up in just a minute, I mean, this is perhaps even juicier. We have rumblings that the Giants met in person with Shohei Otani in San Francisco uh, on Saturday. And we're going to get into that whole situation. There was a photograph that was taken. There's Logan Webb, Instagram, Shohei Otani following him. All kinds of stuff to get into in just a minute. And before we do, today's episode is brought to you by our extremely good friends over at FanDuel. Score early! This NFL season with FanDuel, America's number one sportsbook. Because right now, new customers get $150 in bonus bets with any winning $5 money line bet. That's $150 if your team wins. And so if you were bold and you're like, you know what? I could have bet on some uh, heavy, heavy favorite with my $5. But if you went, okay, I'm going to bet on the 49ers to beat the Eagles you would have got 150 in bonus bets because, man, did the 49ers spank the Eagles. And coming up this next week on Sunday, the 49ers are playing the Seahawks and the current odds there the 49ers money line at minus 560 so place a five dollar bet on that and if the 49ers do in fact win you get 150 in bonus bets when you go to fanduel.com locked on so if you've been thinking about joining fanduel there's no better time to get in on the action the app is super easy to use as you would expect from fanduel You can bet on so many different things. So again, visit FanDuel.com slash LockedOn and kick off the NFL season. FanDuel, official partner of the NFL. All right. As promised, we are going to discuss uh, the seemingly, I don't want to say likely. It seems that Shohei Otani met with the Giants on Saturday in San Francisco. Don't forget, we heard that he would hold it against it if it came out that uh, he had that teams had met with him. But certain things are inevitable. Like somebody snapped a photo of Farhan Zaidi and Buster Posey and Bob Melvin all dressed in really nice clothes at Oracle Park on Saturday. So they were meeting with somebody. You don't dress up like that at the ballpark if you're not meeting with somebody important, could have been Yamamoto. It could be that the timeline that none of that's the thing is that you never know what exactly is true and, and until things go down, um, this time of year and you hear a lot of stuff. Anyway, thanks again for making Lockdown Giants your first listen every day, every dayers, uh, tomorrow on the show, day two of. The winter meetings and, you know, things are going to pick up. Things are going to happen here in Nashville. And when I say here, I'm not in Nashville, but there in Nashville. Also, Locked On has launched the first ever national sports 24 seven streaming channel on YouTube. Locked On Sports today is here for you 24 seven, covering the top stories of the day with the local experts of Locked On plus our national shows. Covering every league. Go to Locked on Sports today on YouTube and subscribe to the first ever National Sports 24-7 streaming channel. Anyway, the, the next bit of news is, is essentially that we, there's, there's, uh, speculation that the Giants met with Shohei Otani in person in San Francisco on Saturday. And at this stage of the negotiations, and we've heard uh, there was a report from Jeff Passon that three teams, the, what was it, the Mets and the Rangers, I actually am blanking on the other team, the Mets, the Rangers, and Red Sox, yeah, uh, had shifted their attention to other players outside of Shohei Otani and to me again that that kind of indicates that there probably was like an initial round and that certain teams were told that they weren't moving on to the next round and in that article by Jeff Passan he mentioned four teams the uh the the Dodgers the Cubs the Toronto Blue Jays and Angels as teams that were confirmed by sources of his to still be in the running. And then he did go out of his way to mention the San Francisco Giants are also very interested in Otani, but their standing in the sweepstakes is unknown. And so the one team where he's not really, where he doesn't really have intel on, at least of the teams that he mentions, that are tied to Otani. So uh, anyway, if, if in fact they met with him on Saturday, that would indicate that they in fact are still in that running. And if it, if it, if it's come down to five teams and we did hear today that possibly the Braves are in that mix as well. So maybe six teams, but if you're in the final five and remember, I keep saying this, but when Otani first came To the United States, the Giants were, you know, all 30 teams made a pitch to him initially. And then there was a group of finalists, and it wasn't a very big list. It was like five or seven teams or so. And the Giants were one of them coming off a 98 loss season. And they didn't have a designated hitter in the National League. And so, his decision, like for all we know, he wanted to come to the Giants, but he was just like, I have to DH. I want to go to an American League team. And so we have, we just have no idea. Um, and, but you know, if they're one of five teams that are still in on this guy, then there's just reason for hope and optimism. You know, of course there's a, chance that you don't get him, but it, but if you're still if, if 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 he hasn't said no to you yet there's a chance that you do and so all we're doing now is playing the waiting game with both Yamamoto and Otani and I think both of these guys are kind of holding up the market at this point and so that's why it would be disappointing if neither signs until like the week after the winter meetings because here we are you know everybody gathers in Nashville uh, you know, that's the time to get something done. But if they're intent, you know, if the players are intent on waiting, because the report, I'm not sure I even mentioned this, from John Heyman today that uh, a GM of a team that essentially has a meeting still scheduled with Shohei Otani, Heyman said that that meeting was for next week. And so that would seem to indicate that Otani's not going to sign at the winter meetings. So, but again, you, these things are true until they're not, and you never quite know. I mean, a team could be told that and have it not come to fruition, but, um, currently reading a tweet from Susan Slusser, I don't even know what it says, but, The, uh, we're going to read it live on the air anyway, just because I'm constantly refreshing Twitter as you have to do here at the winter meetings. But Slusser saying people seem to think a team, quote, leaking is how all information is obtained, as if celebrity athletes traveling and in cities, uh, they usually aren't in. I don't know what she's saying here. This doesn't make, she's speaking in English. They usually aren't in our are invisible to people who aren't with the team somehow. The Giants aren't saying a word to anyone about any of this. So that's actually a good segue because somebody was saying to me, like on Twitter that, uh, there was some report that the Giants were, it was the, it was the, when Morosi said that the Giants were devoting their whole heart and finances to getting one of Yamamoto or Otani, there was somebody who was like saying that it's classic team leaking information in order to make it appear that they tried and then they miss out. And then they say, well, we tried because those reports came out, but that's just dumb. Like there. I, Nobody's going to be satisfied a lick if they don't come away with a big fish, you know? And so even that's almost worse, like to say, oh, we tried because people don't do not want to hear that anymore. And Slusser is backing that up saying team, the Giants aren't saying a word to anyone about any of this. And so don't take it from me, take it from Susan Slusser. But as I was saying, I mean... You should see the picture if you haven't. There's there's, Bob Melvin, Farhan Zaidi, and Buster Posey. Nice clothes, kind of like buttoned up white shirt on Bob Melvin. Nice sport coats on all three. And it's a tight circle. That's part of how you keep things under wraps is that like I've heard, you know, you like Farhan Zaidi doesn't even talk to his family about what's going on, you know, because... I mean, maybe he does, but that was just an example of executives in the game. Like they, they don't even talk to other members of their staff because they just do not want information getting out. And that is totally how the Giants operate in this realm is that nothing comes out. But anyway, it would appear that the Giants are, are still in the Otani sweepstakes. And then so to be still in the Otani sweepstakes and to, have a couple teams believe you have the edge for whatever reason on the second best free agent in this class and then we're not even mentioning position players like you know Jung-Hoo Lee and Cody Bellinger and Matt Chapman and Farhan Zaidi keeps talking about trades as a possibility to get like more athletic in the middle of the diamond and you start to think about who does that mean like you're talking about he mentioned shortstop and center field so if it's not bellinger or jung hu lee you, you might start looking at trades and and whatnot and so anyway there's just a wide range of possibilities for how this thing could go and hopefully we get you know the winter meetings are the time for some movement to finally start happening and i hope that's what happens so far uh towards the you know end of the day in nashville certainly nothing really has happened today. And so we'll see, there's never a guarantee that the winter meetings mean things are going to pop off. And if Otani and Yamamoto don't sign here, that could really just hold everything up. So coming up in just a minute though, more about Otani and this, this kind of story that is a story that uh Otani just followed Logan Webb on Instagram. I'm going to explain why that like actually matters and what it means and how much we should read into it and also what some kind of other insiders with the Giants, i.e. the broadcasters, are saying about the team's intentions this offseason. So we'll get into all of that in just a minute and before we do. All right, as promised, we we're going to get into uh, this it's hilarious that I end up talking about um, people following others on Instagram. You know, it's like, I I literally had, I don't have an Instagram, but I do now because I had to get on there in order to kind of do a little digging into this uh, story of Shohei Otani. In fact, yes, following Logan Webb on Instagram. So the full story is that there was a, there was an article by Susan Slusser recently that, uh, Logan, we- uh, you know, it was Logan Webb talking about Shohei Otani and that he followed, he, he knows that the team is interested in him and that he's trying to do his part. And he said that he followed Shohei on Instagram, but he didn't get a follow back. So he didn't get very far in his recruiting efforts. And it was kind of like, you know, a joke. But today, today, like the most recent person that Shohei Otani has followed, Is in fact Logan Webb. And so that, that probably backs up to me that he likely was in San Francisco on Saturday. We know that during the Aaron Judge pursuit, they, uh, you know, they brought in Logan Webb as, as part of that meeting that they had in San Francisco. They had a dinner in like the, not the Cloud Club, the Gotham Club out in the arcade in Wright Field. Um, Aaron Judge's parents were in attendance. Um, and so, and, and Logan Webb was there. I think another player, uh, was there and obviously Farhan and at the time Gabe, but now Buster being part of ownership and, uh, Farhan and Bob Melvin and Logan Webb, it's a pretty good kind of group to put together. Um, and the fact that Otani followed Webb, I don't know. Like, I personally, I'm just, I refuse to, read too much into something like this it just probably means they met but it doesn't mean okay he's signing whereas like with carlos correa last year once the news broke that he had agreed to terms with the giants he set oracle park as his background picture and he followed like all kinds of giants and so it was clear but we already knew that he was you know intending to play for the Giants because he had not he had a contractual obligation to play for the Giants if they simply said yes you passed your physical we want you on our team but I mean here's the thing too Otani follows all of 177 people on Instagram and he has himself 6 million followers I follow 192 people on Twitter None on Instagram because I just created this account today just for this reason. But 177 people and apparently very few, very few uh, non-former teammates that I think he follows like Randy Arosa Reyna, but they played together in the WBC. Not together, but they played against each other in the WBC. Arosa Reyna is a character. I don't know. Maybe I have no idea why he follows a Rosarena, but just randomly suddenly following Logan Webb probably indicates to me that they met on Saturday, but it doesn't mean, okay, he's signing with the San Francisco Giants. You you know, he might've, they might've connected and made a friendship and he just followed him and it doesn't, and maybe uh, who knows, who knows? All we know is that it happened And so Logan Webb got his wish and hey, they can DM now. I don't know if that's how it works on Instagram where you have to have some, you have to follow each other for direct messages, but he followed him on on Instagram today. And so that is a story. It is kind of the the era we live in where that's a story, but it is. And so lastly, I just want to get into like, uh, some of the Giants broadcasters discussing the Giants off season and their intentions, because these guys do have inside information and they're not, you know, they're, they're in the loop about things. And so Dave Fleming was on the athletics, Tim Kawakami show, the TK show podcast. And he said several things, including, uh, For sure, I think it could happen pretty fast in terms of the Giants making moves. And he said, this week, we could have some big Giants news. They're not only in, but they're in hard. That doesn't guarantee success. We've seen it over and over again where the Giants come up short on some of these big players for lots of different reasons. But they are in hard on the biggest names. He says, when Sonny Gray, when the Sonny Gray news popped, uh, popped up, to me, that's a very Giants-like contract. And Sonny Gray is a guy the Giants know well. I think he was a good fit in some ways, but the Giants were not going to block themselves off from one of these bigger deals by making a preemptive deal for him. I don't know that, uh, that for a fact. But that was my read of that. I was like, huh, that would have been a pretty good contract for the Giants, but it's too early. They, they've they prioritized a certain number of these players and they have to see those through. And then uh, Mike Kruko on KNBR's Murph and Mac show on Tuesday of last week said, oh, they're serious. And right now, this is all uh reconnaissance they're gathering information and they're way deep in their presentation to otani and his people about san francisco and how good it would be uh for him how good it would be for him they're totally in on this and they're totally in on 10 other things right now farhan and pete patella they're working and they're working hard i think it's this next 10 day period You're going to see at least three moves from the Giants, and that's saying a lot, and I think it's going to happen between now and the next 10 days, and that was, again, on Tuesday of last week, and so we're almost seven days into that 10-day window, and so that's where you start to say, well, what's true, and to hear, I mean, those again, he's in the loop. Mike Kruko knows people, right? Larry Bear is his boss, and so... You know, these, that's the thing. It's like, he was probably asked, like, are, are they really serious? Are they actually, these, in my opinion, kind of silly questions, like, do they mean it? Are they actually trying to get these guys? Yes, a 100% yes. And they, they did it last year. I mean, they got an agreement with Carlos Correa. They outbid the next closest team by $60 million, and... Aaron judge took their offer back to the Yankees and had them match it and then accepted it. So like they're in, it's just getting someone to take their money. And so that is the big question is, can they do it? And you know, they're due the giants are just due. And I think it's going to happen. I think something very significant and Kruko saying three significant deals in the next 10 days about, Uh, What, six days ago? Uh, We'll see. Wait and see. Buckle up and and, and let's go. So coming up tomorrow, more from the winter meetings. Thanks again for making Lockdown Giants your first listen every day. Every day is tomorrow. Like I said. We're going to be breaking down the latest. It could be major news. And if there's major news, we'll respond immediately with an emergency podcast. Once again, my name is Ben Kaspik. Check me out on Twitter at Ben Kaspik, K-A-S-P-I-C-K. If you like this show, please consider rating it or leaving a review. It helps me out so much. So thank you in advance and thank you to everyone who's done so already. I cannot wait to be with you again tomorrow. I really can't because I hope it's, you know, the winter meetings are a crazy time. And they are underway. So be sure to come back everydayers and even the, those of you who, who might be future everydayers. Now is the time to be an everydayer. So I'll see you tomorrow. Thanks again for listening. You are now locked on giants.